Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Full Pelt Music Discover New Music Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the first couple of episodes where we spoke with Smoke from the Netherlands and Watford Zone Icarus. Be sure to check out the Discover New Music playlist on Spotify, where you can hear the latest tracks from the bands that we talked to on the podcast. Please also make sure you follow us on our social media channels uh, on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. Plus, if you are watching the YouTube edition of the podcast, please hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest from Full Pelt Music on YouTube. Uh, welcome everyone to the Full Pelt Music Discover New Music podcast. We're joined today by Project Renegade from Greece. Thank you both for joining us uh, on the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting us. We're very glad to be here and talk with you, Paul. Thank you for having us. Lovely. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've got Mariana, who's the vocalist from the band, and Odie, who plays drums with the band. Yeah, so, yes. exactly. Yes. Thank you both uh, again for joining us. Um, just as a way of introduction for, for listeners, tell us about Project Renegade and how you guys came together. How did you form? We've known each other since we were kids. I mean, like 16, I 16, remember. 17 we met. years old. Yeah, yeah like so since high school. And we played in bands together and we got kind of tired around the age of 24. Like the band started at 2014. We got, we just grew tired of, you know, having that, you know, romantic uh, thing of, you know, let's get in a room and just jam, see what happens, you know, if nothing, you know, if, if nothing leads, you know, to anything, so, you know, whatever. And we just wanted to do something of our own, of our own, something that, you know, uh, had a message, something that was, you know, uh, professional, something that was, you know, like a, a real, you know, tangible band you know something that you uh, that we can be proud of and then we uh we studied for a little bit you know finished uh, everything with you know our universities and all of that and everything that we had going on in our lives and when the time was right we were like you know actually mariana told me you know uh i'm you know yeah, it's time uh, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I mean, it's, I think it's, you know, like we graduated from the whole team band phase. You know, yeah, exactly. We wanted yeah. to do something like, uh, I think in a more, um, in a more, um, how to say. Uh, I, guess, I guess we've matured as people, you yeah. know. It's not that yeah. we, it's not that we are critical of, you know, people that just get together and jam and play music. It's just that we, I think we just had, we just wanted to open up a dialogue about things that were happening in our society. And we realized that if we need to do that, we need to be a little bit more, uh, not professional about it, but- Maybe goal-oriented. Yeah, goal-oriented and more consistent yeah. with it. You know, something that is a part of our lives and not just, uh, actually something that is our lives and not just a part of our lives, maybe, you know. Okay, say. yes, yeah. And then, you know, we spend the best part of uh, the next three years changing up, you know, members and all of that because we needed to find people that uh, had the same, you know, um, point of view that we were having and we agreed on, you know, on what this band should be. So uh, we got Jay, our bass player, who was a 
who is a friend of mine, you know, actually he's my best friend. We played in another band. It was like a, like a grungy, grungy stoner, you know, kind of vibe. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And at the time he was like, oh man, I cannot, I can't do it. I have to go study in London. And we're like, Oh, she's my language. <laughs> <That's mine. laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and um, so we, you know, we did the whole, you know, we tried to, you know, find the best. The long player. distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we, he recorded on our first EP, Cerebra, but then, you know, he went away to study in London and then a few years after. Yeah. Back and we're like, and, okay. well, yeah, and we were like, you know, you don't, we don't have to, you know, go, you don't have to audition or anything you're in, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are one of the original members. And then we, uh, and then we found Nick from actually an ad, you know, if believe it or not, those okay. still work. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was with us for until a couple of months before because now he had a family and he couldn't do it anymore so you know respectfully you know we parted ways so he can raise his daughter and you know be a husband and you know all of that thing and now we are uh with uh, our new guitar player we're gonna announce him in the next couple of months you know we're you know uh, getting ready to do the whole photo shoot the whole you know packaging thing yeah and He's, he's doing great. He's actually a really, really cool guy. His name is Philip and... He's a great musician and a yeah. great guitar player and uh, we really liked his previous work and that's why we contacted him. We didn't know him before. I was like, okay, your, your music is awesome. So would you like to join the band? <laughs> yeah, and when she showed me, he, he had a couple of songs up on YouTube and I remember uh, telling Mariada that, you know, even if we, you know, if even if we had a guitar player, we should get him, you know, like a fifth <laughs> member because yeah. right now that that guy's huge competition. So <laughs> he better be with us than you know. We better snatch that guy up right now. But he's so hardworking. He it, and we threw him in the deep end. You know, we literally were like, he was five days into the band, and we were like, we're gonna have to shoot two videos. You want to be in it? <laughs> and he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but he's doing great and yeah we changed before you know the lineup that is you know right now yeah we changed a, a lot of members like a lot of members <laughs> we didn't want to sell you know for someone who was just okay or you know who could you know do you know cut the master just you know and all yeah that. it's just we wanted to find the guys and so we've been active from 2017 and you know we recorded one EP, one album, and now we are getting ready to mix our new album. So yeah, exciting times then for the band with the new member and uh, new music potentially on the way. Uh, another exciting time for you would have been the release of your debut album, Order of Minus, which came out mm -hmm. towards the end of uh, 2019. What um, you know, for people that haven't heard that album, perhaps what what can fans expect when they listen to that thematically? So uh, you know, both musically and lyrically. That was a record that's very near and dear in our hearts because um, it's something that we've been working on ever since we recorded our EP. Like we were, actually we were mixing our EP and then we were composing our debut album, Order of the Minus. And uh, I, 
I remember it was something that came very naturally for us. It's a, it's a record about uh, that deals with the concept of loss and how we, we've all experienced some kind of loss in our life, whether it's, uh, you know, the loss of a loved one or the loss, you know, of uh, our political rights or, you know, the loss of your identity, even, you know, the loss of, you know, someone's own life, which is something that we, as a Greek, especially as a Greek society, we dread to talk about. And yes. we thought it, and we thought it was a, a very important part of, you know, of, of mental health that we needed to acknowledge and discuss. So we, uh, we tried to be very honest with that record and very, um, open about things even in our composition you know we we tried to do what came naturally we didn't want to force anything and we didn't want to try and do something like hey let's do this it was just everything was very organic you know everything flew yes. very yeah. organic out of us and it's something that i'm very proud of because of that honesty you know of that fearlessness and that um i think that uh it's a little it's a little bit relentless but in a different way it's it doesn't you know doesn't want to actually i think it's a very unapologetic record for me it's something that you know it deals with subjects that are like this is happening right now and we should, and we need to talk about it figure it out and move on as people because we may be different but we all have you know uh, something in, in common that's you know the concept of losing something in your life and i think you uh, actually you know you had a very uh, nice aspect of how you were viewing this album i remember yeah uh, i think the important part i think and is that you know we start from the message of the album the music is you know like the um, what you know brings you in but then you have to like invest and what's going on. So um, as the album progresses, I think, you know, the, the, the subjects that are, you know, discussed in the lyrics and in the music, because those are, you know, two uh, things that are so connected that you cannot like see them, view them differently. Uh, it makes, the, the, as album progresses, it's more intense. It makes you maybe even feel more uncomfortable, especially at the end. And you know it it just makes a crescendo i would say like all the yeah. time and it just peaks and then stops for me that's how the album progresses throughout i the, think meaning uh, i think meaning wise it goes deeper and you know emotion yeah. emotion wise but goes in higher intensity, I mean, in, yeah intensity yeah. goes higher it's also you know music wise is something that it was really our identity that whole you know uh because we like uh you know heavy and very groovy music you know and yeah. blending things with uh with a lot of ambience and electronic and you know trying to do the best that we can you know to push that envelope you know forward like you know with other you know our our fellow bands you know that do that it's uh it's something that we thought we were thinking that at the time that it needed to be done especially here here in you know athens and greece it's something yeah. that uh we wanted to introduce something new but also we were you know the bands that inspire us and that uh, and the experience that are you know 
very inspiring for us and very motivating. Our, our experiences that are way that are you know forward thinking and try to be from today and forward and not today and you know backwards. So we we tried our best to do that. And, you know whether we did it or not, that's to yeah. each listener's you know perspective. But we did you know our best to do that. And for us, it was a huge step up when it comes to production and you know writing the music because from our EP Cerebra to Order of the Miners, you can find like uh, a huge difference sonically, I believe, for in my ears at least, okay? Yeah. Um, because uh, the production is way bigger. Uh, sure. the, the things that are happening at the same time are a lot more. Um, I think it shows like an evolution from where we were before. Uh, and it's something that we've always wanted to yeah. do. We don't want to stay, you know, and we don't want to be the same band in each record. Yeah. There and is, and there... I think it's a risk, you know, when you're a DIY band like us, an underground, an underground band, it's, you know, it's a risk to, you know, to put too many things because mm. sometimes it, they do not end up, you know, being uh, comprehensive. Yeah, sure. But uh, I think we took, a, we took a chance on that matter and I think it paid off. So... Yeah, certainly. Um, we've, we've enjoyed uh, listening to it in the full, full pelt office uh, and we've recently added the new Joker which was one of the singles to our hard and heavy uh, playlist on Spotify well, thank you so much, much. You what can you tell us about the new Joker uh, what, what's the song about and how did that uh, come together uh, you mean uh, the composition how, how it was written yeah what was the uh, creative process behind uh, the new Joker mm -hmm. I think that was it was pretty intense in the beginning. It was, uh, it was, it, it sounded very basic until you know, I got my hands on the instrumental and did, did the whole uh, programming and you know and, and you know the vocal arrangements and all of that. Uh, the riff was very, very, very basic, and I remember hearing something in there that was. What ended up ended up being the new Joker, you know, that whole galloping sound, and it had a whole da 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 da. It was just straight. It was just that 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 you know, like like hardcore music, like and I just I was very determined to get, you know, I was feeling the chords were very dark, like very dark sounding, very ominous, and I. I was very determined to get that out of the song and at the time I was nowhere near the musical capabilities that I'm right now. I just began playing guitar and didn't you, didn't you jack shit about, you know, what I was doing. I was like, what is the sound in my head and where can I find it? Is, you know, is in the fourth fret, is in the fifth fret or whatever, you know, you know, it's this shape or that yeah. shape or whatever. And but when I got it down, when I got the riff down, I everything else just revealed itself for me, and it was very um, easy to hoax, you know, coax actually that um, dark vibe of it, you know. Uh, I remember we had a very strong feeling about that song that you know that this should be one of the singles that we're going to release, and we need to do a video about it, you know, we need you know to do everything and. Once, you know, we had the riff, I remember, you know, we we usually get together after I have a, an outline for the song, we get together and we discuss about, you know, the vision of the song, like, 
what does that make you feel what you know images do you see what colors you know do you see you know we go through the whole you know through the whole process mm -hmm. and yeah so we hashed out you know the the you know we realized the vision for the song you know we could see it in you know in our minds and then you know mariana just yeah it, it i think it was an easy song to you know to to create it in the way that it ended up because uh, when you have like some simple stuff then you can build on them very easily so um like uh, Odi said at the beginning, the, the riff of the song was, you know, like in a pretty basic um, uh, form. But then we got, you know, like to, to, to make it better, to enhance it, to make it, you know, more rhythmic. Um, and then we had the chance to, um, to make, you know, some dynamics. Although it's a very, you know, heavy, uh, it's a very heavy song. It's, I think it's the in terms of, you know, uh, guitars and bass and drums, it's the heaviest song on the, on the record. I think uh, it also has great dynamics. So um, we had the chance to experiment uh, with those dynamics and it ends up being very interesting and very um, different than what it was at the beginning. And that's what, you know, um, I like when we are, you know, getting together to create because we get something that is, you know, it's quite simple or quite understandable and then, you know, you put that synth there, that uh, vocal line there, that uh, orchestra there, and makes, you know, like a, a very nice uh, mix in the end that makes everything, you know, um, that ties everything together and, you know, it gives uh, a result that, you know, how did that end up being like that? <laughs> that yeah. You know, that brief that was like, you know, yeah, it's like I think you know what at the beginning, then you know, ended up being like something so great, so awesome in our ears, at least. And I think you know that not only us, but every band that tries to do that. You can write a song, but the big question is how can you turn that song into an experience, like something that you know people can take with them and you know, and have it you know, sit, sit with them, you know, for the rest of their day or like even the week of the month or whatever. and that's something that comes in later stages when we you know when we get together and do the programming and when you do the vocals that's when i felt the intensity of the song because you know in the beginning it's just you know just you know maybe a guitar and you know some a drum beat and you're like okay this is going somewhere but when it's when the demos are done i remember that i couldn't really listen to the song this this is one of the two songs that i have one of the three songs excuse me that i have a hard time listening on this record because it, it okay. gets yeah, you know, super intense, and I, with mm. with this specific one, I get really, you know, amped and very pissed, yeah. and I'm like, you know, like I'm not this is counterproductive right now. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, I say we've really enjoyed the uh, the single and, and the album, and obviously you put the album out at the end of uh, 2019. Uh, and then, of course, at the start of 2020, the world yeah, uh, sort of, know. yeah stopped. So, I mean, <laughs> how, how did that affect you guys in the promotion of the album? Well, it stopped the promotion of the album, yeah. for, no, you it, know, for a great part of it. Yeah, tour-wise. Yeah. I mean, tour-wise, we yeah, couldn't tour do anything. We were like, okay, we have the album out, we're going to start touring, and then everything stopped. Yeah. And, you know, we're, here in Greece, we were... Uh, before the first quarantine hit, uh, you know, not only Greece, but everyone in the world. Yeah. We were the last show that happened. It oh, was, okay. Yep. It was yeah. on the 8th of March, and then on the 10th, everything, you know, closed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was really difficult. 
because we had to do, you know, of course, the online promotion, you know, it continued. And yeah. you know, uh, there were people who were listening to it. And uh, we had the videos uh, for the new Joker and the and Liberate. Um, I think it did, it did great, given the fact that, yeah. you know, this whole thing was going down. For, like, uh, we gathered a lot of, you know, we grew our fan base and we... Uh, met, you know, new people and we communicated with a lot of our heroes and all of that through this pandemic. And it's something that I don't think we um, would be able to do if, you know, if it wasn't, you know, for social media and you know, the internet and the whole thing. But through-wise, yeah, through-wise it was a bit of a bummer. But so far we're dealing with good promoters that just want to reschedule yes. everything and yeah. they do not want to cancel right. yeah. nothing. So we have a program you know that waits for us for 2022 and we are very eager to you know play our album we are quite lucky because before uh the release of order of the minus we were we we're already playing some of the songs live mm -hmm. because we had only the three songs in so we had to you know add something on yes. our uh live uh playlist and we have played the new joker we have played liberate live but there are also a lot of other songs in there that we didn't have the chance to play uh, and we cannot wait you know to see the reaction of the people and you know um headbang with them um yeah, there are some we, songs we really wish that you know we can you know get that whole record out there and play it live of course yes um so uh you know in the past you've had the uh the privilege of uh playing with some bigger bands uh, in support slots. Evanescence and Bullet for My Valentine are two that I uh, are clocked. Um, what have you learned from those experiences of playing with those bands? Uh, I think it was, a, for me, it was a, it was an, it was a, it was a learning experience, but it was also, you know, a very surreal experience because, you know, those guys, especially those bands, you know, are like our heroes. We grew up with those bands. We, we you know, we watch their videos, we listen to, you know, their albums. And especially I remember, you know, uh, I was, I'll admit that I was very late in the, you know, in the Evanescence hype. Uh, but once I got in, I was like, this is some pretty legit stuff. And, you know, yeah. we actually have, you know, things that we, can learn from those people. I remember when Evanescence hit the stage that we were very uh, in awe of how, uh, you know, in today's world where, you know, everything runs through a laptop and, you know, you know, we all play to a click track and whatever, how real, you know, everything felt and was, you know, I mean, Amy Lee's voice was something that I remember resonated through the entire arena, you know, and when we played here with Bullet for my Valentine, I I remember seeing them, you know, being like, that is a tight band. That is the definition of a band that has played together, jammed together, and you know, they 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 got their sit down. You know, it's yeah, they're ready. You know, they're ready for action. And I think we, you know, we we try to emulate that. You know, that um, those things. You know, now that you know, we need to be good players we need to be you know we need to be good you know yeah musicians and we need to 
know how we can control a crowd and whatever you know all I, those things. I think one of the uh, lessons that we got from that show is that we need to buy a lot of gear to play live. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> we showed up you know with the bay the most basic stuff but you know we know how to make it work but they bring the bells and whistles you know we i think we realized you know the how important it is you know light design in stages because you know you yes. when you're an amateur band you cannot afford you know a, a, a you know a light designer so you go there you they throw some blue or purple or yeah. red lights and you have to do your thing and somehow you know you you're like oh my god all those all those you know strobing lights and they're changing for this song and for that song and there are cues and whatever that they don't have to miss you learn about professionalism and i think yeah. we took that professionalism and we combined it with with you know with our work ethic to create a bigger you know monster sort of so to say. Yeah, and I liked very, I liked very much what the what you said also that um, uh, with Bullet from a Valentine they were very very good players, very you know a very tight band. Um, everything you know was like up to perfection with their light design, everything, and I liked that very much. And I also liked I don't know if you noticed that we, I don't think we have ever discussed that that when we. Uh, when we were uh, watching Evanescence from backstage while they were playing, they had actually a really good time on stage. Like they were, yeah. Community, yeah. they were having fun. And you know, when you're in the audience, you cannot actually see what's going on between the band members. But because we were uh, on the side, we could actually, you know, see what they were, you know, uh, discussing and what they were talking about. And they had fun. And you know, I think after so many years to have fun with your band, that's amazing. And you know, not just yeah. be like, it's another show, okay, it's another city. I'll be honest, I was amazed at the, you know, at the first 15 rows of people crying when they, when you know, when they hit the stage and I was like, how can we do that? So, I, yeah. so I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to that at all. I was yeah, like, yeah. how can we make people cry, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like you say, having, having fun on stage is definitely yeah, important, yeah. especially that far into the, uh, into the career. Um, and for you guys, obviously, with you know, the impact of the pandemic on your plans, you must be um, really excited to be able to get back on the road at some point soon. Um, so you alluded to um, you know, you got some rescheduled shows. Uh, what what have you got lined up uh, across Europe that um, fans could look for tickets for? Uh, right now, what we can uh, say, because it's already announced, it's a festival in uh, Bulgaria with the Lacuna Coil and with Intentation uh, next uh, July, July uh, 2022. Uh, apart from that, there are, there are also other uh, shows that have not been confirmed yet. We were uh, talking about them for 2020, then 2021. Yeah. Now we have to wait again and see what will happen because, you know... Yeah. Some of them are also, are also here in Greece and, you know, it's... Uh, hit or miss kind of thing because they are like okay it's a go you know green light let's go and literally the day before the show they're like we have to cancel because you know uh the government won't allow us to do you know won't allow us to do the shows or they are offering us you know uh you know acoustic gigs and all of that which we are really not that into we like it but right now we just want to let you know we just want to blow off some steam and That's let true. that energy out yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. We've done, you know, acoustic versions of our songs and all of that, but 
we are a metal band and we are, you know, we are deep rooted in uh, our, you know, our heavy culture, you know, we've been, we are going to, you know, to punk shows and we've used to mosh and headbang and you do all those crazy things. And it's just an acoustic gig right now. It feels like, you know, feels like, feels super weird for me. I'm, I'm not into... Yeah get going there you know with my congas and my bongos and have everybody be in a mood and vibing together i want to go out there and destroy you know yeah yeah there's too much uh, pent-up energy i think right now yeah. uh not only for us but for every musician uh, i guess and it's it's you know it's it's such a crazy thing because you get it's like all they said you they're they're saying yes you're gonna play in that show with that band blah 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 here uh, in greece uh uh, abroad, whatever, and you know, two weeks after, you hear that you know the band actually had to cancel the tour because uh, because of the COVID you know restrictions. Oh well, yeah, it also affects yeah it also affects bands that are coming you know from yeah. other countries to Greece. We were you know we were scheduled to play in November and the band had to cancel December. the December. I'm okay. sorry, and we had to, you know the band canceled the tour. So like, now which you know what. Yeah. Gonna do, you know, and it's a pity because sometimes even those tours are not announced yet that they are cancelled and there are people who say yeah we're gonna see that band on december or november and say no you're not gonna see that <laughs> because we know yeah and i'll say this right now i'll go on record and say this right now um i this is by no means uh, I'm not throwing shade to any of our bands that play, you know, those acoustic gigs, but I re I'm really seeing the people that are sitting down and they cannot move from the chair and all of that. And there's nothing more saddening than a metalhead mm. sitting down and <laughs> trying, you know, to have fun. Yeah. Those people, you know, those people, they need it, you know, they, they need the energy, oh, yeah. they need, they need the release. And uh, sometimes I really, I really feel sorry that as a country, we are allowing, you know, uh, our traditional clubs to, you know, with the whole dancers who are, you know, who shake whatever clothing they're wearing <laughs> to be open. And we cannot, you know, go in there and figure something out for those people to yeah. release all this, you know, all this pent up energy, like Mariana said. Exactly. Uh, you said, you know, lot, most bands have always got that pent up uh energy they want to release but the, the fans have as well um uh, thankfully we're, we're able to um enjoy some shows at the minute in the uk um, you are very so, lucky yeah you, you, know, you, you know, got it down you, you got it down speak. i mean come on like the download and we were, we were, we were like i want to go to the uk right now yeah. <laughs> yes we were at the uh the download festival uh back in june and it was uh absolutely um cathartic to get back out there um in the field watching bands again um, for you guys, is there any plans to, to come to the UK at any point in the future? Is that something you'd like to do? The UK, the UK is our number one uh, <laughs> priority. Yeah. Really, it's literally, I'm not saying this, you know, because uh, we're talking, you know, yes. to a UK <laughs> podcast and all of that. Literally, the UK is what we are obsessing about because yeah. we are huge enormous fans of your uh, of you know of the uk scene we are you know literally i think our top five bands are like uk bands we like bands like you know like architects and bring me the horizon and while she sleeps uh you know all, all, all those stuff i mean 
Bullet from a Valentine, you know, Biffy Clyro, uh, yeah. you know, all those bands that are, you know, from that, you know, that yes. uh, area. And, you know, we, you know, like I said, you know, we have members that studied, you know, in the UK. We have so much love for this country. And we, when, when they are like, you know, but it's, now it's hard to get into and hard to get out of because, you know, this and that. And we're like, yeah. we don't care <laughs> whatever it takes if we have to swim in there we'll swim in there it's literally is our number one priority and we are obsessing of how when and where we can get you know to the uk and play it's it's so i also feel like it's a place where you know they will get us instantly you know yeah and i mean the yeah. latest releases from the uk bands last year they were amazing they were like setting the bar so, so high. high yeah i mean i don't know i think it's uh you know like they're i think they're setting you know the the basis for a new wave of uh of uh, production and of music and of uh heavy metal and everything and of musical understanding regarding yeah. composition i mean there are some bands that literally defy you know all the barriers about you know uh, genre and whatever and they do literally whatever they like and <laughs> i love it so much because we are very you know quirky people as well and in our new record we you know threw the you know the rule book out of the window yeah. like we're just gonna do you know we're just gonna do what we like and you know don't care about rules or whatever it's if it if it sticks for us it sticks you know if it sounds weird cool it sounds weird what you gonna do and we got that you know from uk bands and i have to say this uh i was talking with a friend of mine and he was showing he was showing me a big band i won't say who from the us and he was very hype about it and he was like you know those guys are saving music right now and i was like it was a little bit way past in the day and i and i immediately went yeah, but have you heard Silosis? <laughs> now those guys are saving music because <laughs> their new single was heavy as yeah. oh my god, oh my god, and the new Architects record is amazing. Yes. Yeah, you guys, yes. you guys, I think you guys are the land of music for us. I mean, that's how we view the UK at least. Well, if I can speak for the UK, we uh, definitely uh, uh, look forward to you guys making it over here, and, and like you said, I'm sure um, the fans over here will take to you uh, very, very well. Um, and you alluded to potentially um, some new music uh, that's being created. So by the time you can make it over here, what would be the chances of you having a uh, another record out? Uh, uh, right now we are uh, mixing some of our new songs uh, because the situation is you know kind of weird right now. We don't know what's going to happen in the winter. Uh, how things are going to progress with the COVID situation. We decided to take it a little bit slow uh, and not, you know, put all of our uh, uh, songs out there, like, you know, in a full album right now. So we decided that we'll test the waters with some singles at first to see how things will open up eventually, hopefully. Yeah. And, you know... Um, I think there's a good chance that we will play, you know, new yes. music if we ever make it to the UK. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm, sure. not, I'm not so sure about having released you know new music until then but definitely we can play some new music and there will be uh soon new music that people can hear you know we have some sing some singles lined up that we are gonna you know we're gonna be releasing through the year but 
as far as releasing the album, we really want to wait until COVID ends because we've seen a lot of our bands that, you know, that we like and we really enjoy. And, you know, some couple of bands that, you know, are like heroes for us who have released records right now. And we can even, we can't even remember they released it. We were like, oh yeah, they did that thing. And we were like, that's a damn shame. You yeah, know? That mean, is a damn shame. I, I mean, heavy metal and rock music is based on touring. Yes. If you don't tour, it's really difficult for people to, to you know, to get involved with your music because we we like the live shows. It's in our uh, it's in our culture, and that's who, why we engage with the music. So, I think it's a bit also you know, um, uh, you know, not so intimate when you just release something on the internet and then it stays there. You need to, you know, like support your uh, your songs and your music live, and that's that's how you gain fans. Even now, I, I mean, you know, um, I know that internet can, you know, like reach so many uh, people so far away, and everything is that, you know, uh, that's amazing. But you know, the real connection happens in the live shows. Nobody can deny it, and live shows are engraved. Uh, in uh, heavy metal fans. Yeah, and especially like bands for us who are super, you know, friendly and super, uh, you know, social. Like we don't stay backstage and do whatever. We literally, we literally finish the show and then we change and go back, you know, out in the audience. And we just hang, you know, we, I remember when we played here with, with Bullet For My Valentine, I was, you know, talking to kids, you know, from in, in the pit. And then I just went, Right, right down there when they opened up, you know, and they started moshing because they were like playing Waking the Demon. I was like, that's my song, you know. <laughs> but, after, you know, but, but that builds, you know, an organic fan base. Like we'll, we are literally close with our fans. So we don't want to, you know, I think we don't want to not tour a record mm -hmm. because that's how we gain fans. And, and, it, and it was really, I mean, it was really painful to not tour a record. It happened to us. I don't, I don't want, you know, to have to experience that again. No, it's really no. painful for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, live music uh, is the lifeblood of, of, of what yeah, you guys do. Um, you did allude to, you know, social media is a saving grace to an extent. Uh, just so listeners know where to check you out. Uh, you are on Instagram at Project Renegade Official. Yep. Uh, Facebook at uh, P Ren Band, so P R E N Band. And on Twitter at uh, Proj underscore Renegade, so P R O J underscore Renegade. Um, we've uh, really enjoyed this chat with you guys. Thank you for, for joining us on the, uh, the podcast. Is there anything else that you'd like to? Um, say to anyone listening. First of all, I just want to say thank you for having us. I mean, it was a great oh, honor and very, very. We had, I, I at least have had a great chat with you. I'm super, you know, grateful for having for having us, you know, and you know, talking talking about our band in your podcast. That's amazing. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, we hope to, you know, uh, come to the UK uh, really, really, really soon um you know get to know you and you know to all your cities because i believe it will be amazing um yeah thank you for adding us on, on your spotify playlist that is very important sure. thank you very thank much you so much about about that uh, no and stay tuned because there are stuff that's coming um we've stayed silent for a little bit but now we we are starting you know to get back on the game everything's starting to you know we're starting to see hope 
and you know things opening up so uh we will be back on the game and we will release some new stuff for you to listen to and you know a new record is coming it is coming <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. new videos yeah yeah we've got some things lined yeah. up all you know already we'll be releasing them through the year so we'll be active you know it's not that we are working to be active we will be active we are on the finishing stages of some of our you know plans and i believe you know by this is very you know i'm speaking very roughly here but uh, i believe you know from the end of september and onwards we'll be uh, very active you know on social media on you know with releasing material and all of that so i urge everyone that is you know interested to be on the lookout for us and you know if anyone there in the uk listens bring us to the uk please <laughs> <laughs> i beg you <laughs> no, thank you both very much um thank you to to project renegade for joining us on the full pop music discover new music podcast thank you bye. thank you we hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Discover New Music podcast from Full Pelt Music and the chat we just had with Project Renegade. Be sure to check them out on their social media and on our playlists on Spotify. Be sure to, as mentioned, to follow us on social media at Full Pelt on Facebook and at Full Pelt Music on Twitter and Instagram. Plus, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We'll see you next time for another chat with a great up-and-coming young band. <laughs>